0: You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Nevrosky. And we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. Welcome back to Mixing Mindsets. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of productivity. Yes, productivity.
1: Um, I came up with this thought this morning, actually, mm-hmm. as I was uh, listening to a couple of podcasts. And I just uh, I thought it'd be a good topic to discuss Um just because I feel like we are two extremely productive people. And I
0: think <laughs> I'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> so am
1: I. <laughs> I. I think it like, you know, it it works out to um our benefit like in in the long term. Yeah. And I think that really speaks to uh the person that you're going to become or mm-hmm. like the person you want to be or the person yeah. you want to become.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think for me there's uh when we talked about the list mm-hmm. This is a really great example of of putting that into action. and yes. I think about I think about small picture and big picture, yes, right. think big picture, like all right, five years, ten years, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you think, what do I want my studio to look like? What do I want my bands to look like? What do I want this podcast to look like? Long term, and then you start like branching that out and, and subcategorizing it. And right. then, at you know, on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. you're saying what has to happen today. Mm-hmm. To make sure that the podcast gets to the big picture, exactly, or the bands, or the studio, or in everything else that we do, and I think that's
1: a huge thing to touch on because it took me a while to understand that concept. Even though, like, I feel like everyone has heard it, um, it's just difficult for people to implement that. I that whole so. like big picture concept. You yep. have the, you have your goals that you want to attain, um, but most people tend to give up sooner rather than later, just based on the fact that they can't get there. Immediately. Yeah, quick. Like there's immediate there's that immediacy that like they can't attain there's that instant gratification that they can't get. And um, well they
0: talk about you know, people talk about the culture that we live in being a instant gratifying culture. It's like you know, everyone talks about fast food Mm -hmm. and like social media and the dopamine hits and all that other stuff you get off of it. But to really build your brand to build yourself even as even as personal growth even yes. if you don't have a brand but mm-hmm. if you're really trying to say like where do i want to be as as a human <laughs> in 10 years right where am i going to get you know how am i going to do that mm-hmm. and i think looking big picture is hard for people to do yes because it it is void of the the quick of the stimulus, st- the, little, the
1: subcategories that you have to attain. Like there has to, it has to be goal oriented, and it, you have to break it down into the smallest piece that you could. Yeah. And when you're able to attain one, you're able to get the next thing, which is might be a little bit bigger than a little bit bigger than a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, myself included, because I was just a big. Um, I, I just happen to be that type of person that always just gave up like halfway or something. Like oh, that. no. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm trying to not be that person anymore. My dad
0: always says, uh,
1: you did half a job. Exactly. It took me a really long time to understand that, you know, patience is the process. Mm-hmm. And people hear that all the time. But it's yeah. very dip- difficult to implement that long term.
0: Right, and I think you got to find joy in the journey.
1: Exactly, you have to. That's end up hard. Loving the work more than the reward. That's a Jimmy Eat World song, and that that, that, <laughs> that right. stuck with me. Shout out Jimmy Eat World.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, and that's why I think like it's so important that when you start choosing careers and you start going down that path, that you're mm-hmm. doing something that is fulfilling beyond money. Right, because there are you know there's there's motivation factors, and money is definitely a big one. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's only money. You end up being unfulfilled. Correct. Because that money comes in and you're like, well, cool, I have money, but I hate what I do. Right. You know, and I know people in that situation now... And it's, it's hard, you know, it's difficult for him. So, Mm -hmm. but, but when people like, you know, like you and me, where we can do something that's fulfilling beyond the money. Exactly. I was, I was telling people when they were asking me like, oh, you know, I'm going to college, you know, I've, I've a family, you know, younger family, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to college. What are you going to do? You know, what, what is the next thing for me? And I'm like, here's what I did. I found out what I was fulfilled by and what I love doing if money was never a factor. Mm -hmm. Because if, if I never had to worry about money, I made all, you know, everything was paid for and I could do whatever I want, then I would still be making records. Exactly. Because that is so fulfilling to me Yeah, it's to to hold a record and to be like, look, I did this. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's
1: just like a fulfillment of the soul. It's just, it's hard to explain. I've always been a huge, um, like, proponent of the the balance between health, wealth, love, and happiness. Right. I heard that a while ago, and that's another thing that stuck Stuck with with me. You kind of have to just balance those four things. Mm -hmm. And um, relating back to what you just said about, like, being fulfilled in the work that you're involved in, um, I think a big thing that uh, I also came... It was difficult for me to understand was the fact that you could also, like grow um like a little a little bit of hatred for the thing that you that even like completely fulfills you over time oh. <laughs> but it's like it's it's yeah. overwhelmingly positive enough that you want to stay in it long term yeah like, <laughs> i mean
0: there's positives and negatives too I, I think yeah, everything. and that, and that was a doing. big
1: like that was a big like eye opening moment for me that, mm-hmm. that like you have to stay in it no matter what right. so what are you going to stay in long-term that you're not going to grow like utterly disgusted yeah, yeah. with forever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And keeping, keeping yourself like on that positivity. Exactly. You know, as we talked you about to, before. You see,
1: sometimes you have to remind yourself that like you, you love it and yeah. that's, that's enough yeah. to hang on and always want to be a part of it. Yeah. Like there are days when, um,
0: even right now there's coffee in my hand like I'm tired but we're gonna go make music today (laughs) and I love that (laughs) right right and and I think of you know I think of people like Gabby you know your wife Mm -hmm. when she was she'll say sometimes there's hard days right you know but overall I love what I do exactly you know and that doesn't mean that you're not that every day you're gonna come home and be like I love everything. What a mm-hmm. great day. Exactly. But,
1: yeah. For our audience, my wife is a nurse. And uh, obviously right now during the pandemic is one of the most difficult things, Yeah. <laughs> one of the yeah. most difficult times to be a nurse probably <laughs> in our lifetime. <laughs> right. But um, her mentality is just along the lines of like, I have very bad days, but mm-hmm. I love what I do and, and that's enough. Yeah. And that like, that speaks to me in so many ways. And I try to yeah. implement that into my life as much as I could. And I think... We're both huge proponents of that,
0: and I think that's what you know to relay it back to the the topic at hand. That's what keeps you productive, exactly. Because if if like I said, if your only motivation factor is money, well, eventually you're gonna not like really be productive in what you're doing, anyways. Because yep. it that that hit dwindles, mm-hmm. like you know that the money satisfaction dwindles, and you're just like, well, I'm miserable and I hate this. Exactly. So you're not gonna give it your all.
1: Yeah, there's you know?
0: something I. I, I
1: Right now, being twenty seven, I've um like grown uh, more um, aware of the fact that people get old and bitter, and, <laughs> and I'm like tr- like <laughs> always mindful of like okay, not me. Like this is not going to be <laughs> me. I'm going to make sure that yeah. I'm setting myself up in, in a spot where I know twenty years from now I'll be fulfilled and happy yeah. to the best of my ability. Yeah, I think I see like. No, no offense to the, you know, the random people that you come across, but like, I feel like I've just ran into a handful of them that are just kind of like, you know, like oh, yeah. you, you kind of, you're on the older side and why, why are you so mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I've worked enough retail to be like, oh, oh my gosh, people are mean. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've certainly worked the retail where I'm like, why, why you got to treat people like that? <laughs> exactly. This? And just like, well, if we
1: were outside of this scenario, what, you wouldn't be like that, would like, you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, so
0: I'd, I'd stay the heck away from you. <laughs> You know, yeah, I've certainly worked places where uh, I'm like, I'm 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't got to be screaming at me like, this. exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, like I, we've all been there. I didn't do anything <laughs> to you. I'm just trying to get my <laughs> 7.50 an hour. And exactly go right.
1: <laughs> home. Yeah. being at a high school, it's traumatizing. Yeah. I, I think that kind of is the beginnings of grounding you in that thought process of like, I want to not be here. How do I yeah. get out of here yeah and uh, just the world that the the way the world is set up is just you you have to work that's just yeah, yeah right and you have to you have the option of choosing where to work yeah and you should obviously just set yourself up in the right place that yeah. so you when you are that age you're not that person that you know that's yeah walking into the grocery store yelling at the 15 year old <laughs> cashier
0: like, <laughs> right right that happens I don't know. I'd have to I, I'd have to do some serious life changing I'd, if I I'd, became that person. I don't think it ever will. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, going back to productivity and, and how to keep how to keep that up. Um yes. I, I think back to a story for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I do think that this relates way more than just like business and building a brand. Absolutely. I do believe that word productivity mm-hmm. it does lend itself to 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 that business. That, sort of jargon, yeah. you know, yes. when, when someone's like productivity, you mm-hmm. know, you, you think of spreadsheets and all that stuff, but exactly. I do believe it goes into personal growth too. Yes. So a great example in my life was, I was 18 years old and I was so bad at talking. Mm-hmm. I was so bad at talking to people. I was right. terrible at making friends. Right. And it was, it was something that I noticed because my dad was like, he, he took me to a seminar where I was going to see a professional drummer play. hmm I think I was like 16 years old. Right. And uh, it was a woman. I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, there was like only 20 kids in the class. Like mm-hmm. it was a college class, but it was like uh, people were invited. Right. So we I was able to go even though I wasn't in college. Yeah. And he's like, we'll go up and talk to her. Oh. And uh, I'm like, what do you mean go up and talk to her? I was like, I'm not going up and talking to her. That would been the like, same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I remember I got an earful. Mm-hmm. My My dad was like... Was like, how could you be like this? Like, you're never gonna, you know, you're never gonna be able to get anywhere if you won't talk with someone. And yeah. uh, it was an eye opening experience, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not saying anything would have really come out of exactly speaking to her specifically. It was Maybe more it so did. Like
1: the chances went from you know like five percent to, to zero, nothing.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. to nothing. And and if you don't shoot your shot, basically, mm-hmm. and just talk. And I've noticed like the younger people when they're willing and open to go talking. It kind of of is a little exciting to someone older when they see that in in a a younger person like drive. So like when a 16-year-old comes up to me or an Mm 18-year-old or, you know, even 20 or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Like you're excited about, you know, doing something positive, you know, growing and, you know, being productive in Mm -hmm. life. Uh, But anyway, so the story goes on. And that, that I took a step back and I was like, well, I don't want to be like this. Right. So then around 18, you know, I'm graduating high school. I'm like, I have this opportunity to go to college mm-hmm. and change and start being the person that I want to be. Right. Wh- you know, whether that is an extroverted person who mm-hmm. can hold a conversation down. Mm-hmm. And that that was my big picture. Right. Right. So my small picture went to, all right, I'm in this college class the person sitting next to me, I'm going to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I start striking up conversations yeah. and start talking and failed miserably. Right. Absolutely failed miserably. And it doesn't, myself. it doesn't change overnight. Mm-hmm. I made absolutely no friends from my first year of college. Right. Which then I dropped out of that school anyways. <laughs> but like, well, yeah. So those are, you know, those little, those little check marks, basically your small picture, your list that you're creating. Yeah. My list metaphorically or not metaphorically. Whatever in my head, right, was talk to the person next to you. Mm-hmm. So I did, yeah, checkmark. and yeah, yeah, check mark. I did that there's, thing. There's, this, there's, there's a little bit of fulfillment in that. There's success. Mm-hmm. There was a success there, and like it's easy to be to think to yourself like, well, my ultimate goal is to you know is to make friends and be all this person, and I could look at that first year of college in a in a negative aspect and think. Well, I didn't make any friends out of that. So mm-hmm. I failed. But that's I think a bad way of looking at it. You have to look at it from the positive side of things of saying I needed those experience to be able, experiences to be able to get to where I needed to be. Right. So like I needed to fail basically. Mm-hmm. I needed to talk with people and be and make no friends.
1: Oh, yeah. Failure is a
0: huge thing. Yeah, to yeah. understand. And I think there is this is kind of cheesy, but like success and failure. Absolutely. Because I realized well, that's not what exactly you, know, you, you have, I have to you do. You have this. to
1: learn what not to do because yeah, if you're successful the entire time, the moment like something fails, your whole foundation just suddenly yeah. like shatters right yeah. in front of you. And, and I, I, think I, I that, don't think that, anyone's successful
0: exactly. All the time, yeah, you know.
1: And I think it's just how well you could bounce back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's, the, there's so much mental and physical toughness right. built from
0: failure right so i check mark these boxes and i say just talk to the person next to you cool and then another one was there was um i was a commuter to the college Mm -hmm. didn't stay on campus and uh when uh, they had this like commuter commune thing Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool because it felt like an exclusive club right it's like ah you stay on campus you can't be here yeah (laughs) but so i would go and i was like all right you know what just just go just see if there's anyone, cause I was completely by myself there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't go to college with friends, right? you know, none, none, none no one that I went to high school with, like mm-hmm. I actually like kept up with right. or anything. Yeah. So I was really completely by myself on this campus mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and just going, I think was something that would push me out of my comfort zone in that box where Another I was like, there's mark. a check mark. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then eventually, you know, now you've went to this thing, you check that off, now talk to this person, check Mm. that off. Right. Right. And, you know, talk to another person, check that off. And the more you do it and the easier it gets, Mm. you know, and I, and I think like, to me, that was, that was being productive. Mm -hmm. You know, that was getting and achieving a goal. Right. By, by doing that stuff, even though in the long run, I didn't make a friend from that experience, yeah. you know, there maybe was
1: fulfillment and growth in just doing it.
0: Yeah, and that is what really ended me up getting the big picture mm-hmm. in other avenues and other friendships. And like, there's never a shortage of people that you can talk to. Exactly, of friendships, you know, you can get yeah. that anywhere. So that was such a massive, like, productive personal goal. Right. You know, like hmm. basic. Basically, you know, the moral of the story is that. You could think of productivity outside of the realms of business, right? You could think of you it as
1: it to you just your overall personal growth, yeah, in life. And I think you touched on a lot of a lot of good in that right there, because yeah. you know it's funny because you said. You, you you talked about your reminiscing of um like your sh- social anxiety and stuff like that and my brain instantly went back to like myself yeah because i i just come from such a similar background and i think that's a huge misconception um people have in regards to like guys in music yeah like i am in still to this day like and in, and in, and in, extremely shy awkward anxiety ridden <laughs> person like there's music didn't change any of that yeah. or anything I do doesn't change that yeah I'm just like in a constant battle of like wanting to, um, evolve from that. And there's a lot of, there's always like an internal battle that you have to beat. Um, and that comes from simply just acting every, like acting and being productive within those social confines every single day. Mm -hmm. And I I come from such a similar background. I was the, um, I was the quiet kid, Mm -hmm. like always in every given scenario. The fact that I'm doing a podcast right now at 27, (laughs) if you would have told my 17 year old self that he would have been like, he wouldn't even respond no he would yeah. just he'd just be shaking his head <laughs> and then he'd probably just look the other way <laughs> and i think gonna that's go the, over there exactly Let me go let am gonna go back home <laughs> yeah. but i think that that's insane how like um inadvertently there was just so much growth over kind of this like a similar experience yeah um just um lack of <sighs> certain social groups in your life kind of like force you to become like kind of an adult in a sense where (laughs) you need to go out and interact with the world in order to to kind of build your network and who Mm -hmm. you're going to become. Yeah. And it all stems from like telling yourself like you need to accomplish something small today. Let's, let's try to make a friend. And it's like, you like my brain never even thought of it like a goal. Mm -hmm. It was kind of just like, Uh, It stemmed from almost like loneliness, you know? (laughs) Oh, no. And
0: it's, it it does, I don't mean it in a sad way. It was just kind of like,
1: it's just like you're roaming
0: around alone.
1: Let's, let's, let's try to, let's change it. Let's change it. Well, basically, you
0: saw the problem and you're like, well, I've got to fix it somehow. Exactly. And I think the world gives you gifts a lot of times.
1: Mm -hmm. I've come across so many people, um, so many fantastic people uh, that have literally just done uh, kind of like this, the same concept onto myself. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of looked at me as the, as like, oh, this is a friend I could make. And they were the ones yeah. to approach me. And I was, it was just kind Thank of you. like a, a mutual, <laughs> uh, and I've come across so many of those people. And yeah. I'm extremely grateful for that because the world kind of throws you a bone when you're, when you're yeah. kind of, um, you know, in, in a pickle and yeah. <laughs> and you just kind of have to keep that half glass half full mentality. And if you're willing to give that productivity, right. I am a firm believer that the world will kind of help you complement yeah. whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And I, that, that coincides with positivity and, and just
0: productivity. Yeah. It all, it all meshes together. It's exactly. All, you know, there's one big there's thing. balance, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Yeah. Right. And I, <laughs> I think the beauty of, you know, the, the light at the, on the horizon, you know, and the thing that you can always look forward to is that in my experience, it gets easier. Yes. The more that you do it, the easier it gets. It's, it's like any other muscle, Exactly. you, know, you, you go and you go to the gym and you, you know, mm-hmm. You you curl twenty pounds or whatever. Yep. Like <laughs> eventually, you know, eventually, you're gonna, your that, biceps are gonna start showing. Eventually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And eventually, like that that'll get easier. Yeah, you know that that same. That weight, mm-hmm. whether that is a physical weight or just like, you know, a, a metaphorical weight on your shoulders exactly. will get easier to carry. That burden will get easier to carry. Yeah. So when I was younger and I was thinking like, this is really hard yes. to go and to talk with, with a random person right. about, about, I don't know what, and there's going to be awkward moments mm-hmm. and like that. Cause that's the thing everyone's afraid of. You're right. afraid of just sitting there.
1: The awkward tension yeah. of like, I did something weird. Yeah. Now they're looking at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead silence of just like I can't uh, tell you how many times I've just like sp- like someone's been like, "Yo, what's up?" and I've just spewed out some something nonsensical, <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, "Well, I just ruined that before it yeah. even started." <laughs> or they,
0: enjoy your movie.
1: Yeah, yeah thanks you thanks, too. You too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it happens. It happens, and like that weight becomes you know heavy at the moment, mm-hmm. but it just gets easier and easier and easier. And I've even found the thing that like. That one of the things that really helped me in in this environment was, when those awkward moments happen, Mm -hmm. it's painful at first. Like when I was eighteen or you know you're younger or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, this is so weird, and I hate this." Mm -hmm. If awkward moments happen now, where maybe a little more few and far between because I've gotten I've gotten much better at conversating. Right. Um, If it does happen. I could totally just flip it around and make a joke out of it. Absolutely. And it's no longer awkward. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the best things, this is hilarious. One of the best things that I did was, you know how some people, you know, or you, me, whatever, you accidentally spit when you talk. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. And everyone's just like, did. Do you, just, do you just spit <laughs> Get like, a little bit it, on their shirt or yeah, something yeah. like that? And happen? they're like, I'm, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, the best thing I swear to you, the best thing that I ever did mm-hmm. was to start acknowledging that. That's awesome. And, apo- and apologizing for it. It's so funny. Right. So like, you know, I'm going off and I'm talking and Mm -hmm. whatever. And it just happens. I spit. Right. And whether it's on you or it's on me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I spit everywhere. I'm so sorry. Right. And then you make a joke out of it Mm -hmm. and then it just passes off. Right. And nobody thinks of it like ever. Uh, I'm one of those people that like, if I have like a conscious thought of
1: like what I'm going to say, I like th- overthink it. And then I end up like saying a word wrong or something like that. <laughs> or like, and like, I'll just say something stupid. It'll be like banana and it'll come out like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And suddenly I I think there's something about, um, just being able to laugh at yourself and yeah. create the joke of it. Cause yeah. I, I, I think we've noticed that it can, it tends to, um, Become like a like almost like a group joke if you're in that group yeah. type of setting.
0: I think we we've been in that predicament plenty oh my gosh, of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you make jokes out of it and whatnot. And yeah, I I really do think that like you you gotta you gotta basically know how to eat an elephant. You know, just to kind of to wrap this all up and bring yeah. it back to like the productivity mm-hmm. side. You you gotta know how to look at something big, yeah, and break it down into something small, right, and then be goal oriented about attacking those small things right. and checking off your boxes on yes. small things whether you're the type of person to physically write it down mm-hmm. or keep it in a mental log or whatever yes you got to know how to do that and by doing that i promise that one day right you'll be able to say and look and be like i accomplished that yeah. big picture
1: and being confident and being able to laugh it up, laugh the bad things off in the process. Yeah. I think that's a lot of takeaway from this.
0: Yeah. There's, yeah. I think yeah. there's a ton of, a ton of takeaway from yeah. this. And I, and I don't think that that process is ever going to stop either. Right. Like for us, we have a big picture right now. Yeah. That is like 10 years from now, you know, mm-hmm. when we're 27 or excuse me, 37, 38 mm-hmm. years old. Right. What is that going to look like? And by setting yourself up now to realize that you can, you can accomplish these big picture, scary goals kind mm-hmm. of thing just by taking it down to a smaller size yep. and doing it that way. Like we've done that already to get to where we're at here. Right. And that won't stop. And I'm hoping that exactly. when we're 38, we just talked about this yesterday. You know,
1: ten yeah. years is gonna is gonna pass by. Yeah. Um, what you do with that time is entirely up to you. Yeah. So if you have a big big picture, why not start now? Because if you don't start now, you, there's a huge chance you won't start. Right. And then ten years is gonna go by anyway.
0: Right. My dad says it all the time. Yeah. You know, like what are you? How are you gonna? How old are you gonna be next year? How old are you gonna be the year after that? Time doesn't stop. So, you know, when we're 38, I'm hoping that we're going to be like, what's our 10-year plan for 48? Exactly. You know, and and just keep going. beyond that. You know, like eventually, I guess you'll slow down. But uh, I feel like, you know, 75 or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Slow down. Yeah. I'm going to be like, (laughs) what's my 10-year goal for 85? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's the way to, I think that is the way to, to stay productive. Agreed. Is by, you know, taking that big picture and breaking it into small. Breaking it down and being confident. Cool. Thanks for tuning in.